Welcome to another episode of I Have Issues. It's your boy Vasos. This is all the books and issues for the week of August the 4th, 2021. August is already here, man. Crazy. Crazy to think. So this week, we don't... I don't have a... Uh, a huge lineup of books like I normally have the past few weeks so this definitely kind of shrunk down uh, I still probably have actually I do have way more DC books than I do everything else right now uh, but we're gonna power on through just like we always do and yeah let's get into the issues Alright, starting things off this week with Marvel. Up first, we've got Savage Avengers, issue number 23. Doctor Strange is treating and trying to... Uh, basically, first he was trying to torture and figure out where Shumagorath is. Uh, and then once he finds Shumagorath, it cuts back to the last issue of, of uh, Savage Avengers where Conan finds Strange basically treating him. So Strange is basically trying to say, you know, basically trying to figure out where's Kulin Goth, you know, trying to pry that information out of Shumagorath, and he's just like, look, I have no idea. He's like, I'm gonna die. Like, uh, Kulin Goth is basically, you know, draining me of my power, and he's about to do it. Like, I'm, I'm about to die. You know, what late remaining bit of power I have, you just have to kill me. <laughs> you know and you know that way he doesn't get the remaining bit of my power he's already unbeatable as it is but I need you to kill me so strange does him a mercy and ends up killing him you know and Conan the whole time is you know we should have just killed them to you know and strange is like no I did this for a reason I needed to get as much information as I could and no sooner that they kill Shumagorath does uh Kulin Goth City, the city of Sickles, kind of uh appear overhead <laughs> over the Sanctum or the Sanctum Centorum. So yeah. So it looks like shit's about to hit the fan next issue. That is Savage Avengers, issue number 23. Up next we have Sinister War, issue number two. So this is basically how Kindred got all of the uh, all the Sinister Sixes or the teams of villains uh, gathered. He basically promised them all something different, essentially, and kind of blackmailed them into working for him. Um, and it's a lot of back and forth flashes from current to uh, the past and all this other stuff. So, I mean, it was alright. It, 
it definitely wasn't better than last issue. Last issue of Sinister War was really, really good. This one I felt was just kind of maybe filler, I guess is the right way to describe it. You know, there's enough going on to where it's not completely filler, but to me, it just it didn't hit the mark of the first one. Um, but I'll finish this out and see how Nick Spencer ends his run. That is Sinister War, issue number two. And finally, can you believe that? Finally, I only have three books for Marvel this week. We have, uh, we have X-Men issue number two. This is continuing the new run, the new direction for the X-Men. So we get another uh, attack. Uh, it looks like it was the beginning of an annihilation wave sent to Kansas and the X-Men dispatch out there. Um, Gene is kind of teaching Cinch how to uh, work telekinesis and, tele and be telepathic. Um, basically Cinch is you know, still trying to find a way to communicate everything that happened in the vault with Wolverine and his feelings and all this other stuff. Um, so it kind of, it, the beginning of it starts out focused on Cinch and Gene. Uh, and then it shifts its focus towards the end uh, to Sunfire. And so, you know, of course the X-Men have to fight this, uh, this, the beginning of this Annihilation Wave. And they're just torching everything, you know. They're killing all this stuff and uh, Sun, uh, Sun or Sun, Sunfire ends up basically just torching all of them to save the day. And, you know, you get this nice little monologue at the end where he's just like, look, I wasn't always a good guy. I wasn't always somebody that people were proud to see and all this other stuff. You know, and all this. So he's like, but being an X-Man and all this other stuff has changed my life. And, you know, I finally understand. Yada, yada, yada. So, uh, and then at the end, you know, the humans show their gratitude for the X-Men coming back and saving them. You know, offered a have a barbecue with them and all this other good stuff so it was kind of it's kind of neat ended on a, on a good note there I, I do like at the very beginning gambits in there uh he's in the treehouse playing uh, playing uh poker with uh with the rhino with ben Grimm, the thing and uh with uh, black cat and rogue walks and it's like what the fuck gambit you can't have them in here you know get them out of here there's paparazzi all around you know, that's all we need to see them is with, you know, two thieves. You're like, we can deal with the Fantastic Four, but with two two criminals? No, we can't have them in here. You can't be bringing the bar uh, with no name in here and playing your card games. So, I thought that was pretty funny. But yeah, overall it was okay. Um, you still got more of that overarching villain uh, lurking in the background. Uh, and then you've got the, uh, I believe the people from Gamer World in the background as well playing their part sending that sent the annihilation wave and all this other stuff so overall i'm intrigued i'll keep reading that is x-men issue number two also out for marvel this week we have immortal hulk issue number 49 nearing the end of the immortal hulk run avengers issue number 47 hellions issue number 14 Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, annual number one. Star Wars Bounty Hunters, issue number 15. Silk, issue number five. Deadpool, Black, White, and Blood, issue number one. 
Extreme Carnage Lasher issue number one. Uh, Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters. Uh, one shot. It is Loom, uh, Forloom and Zuckus. One shot. Spirit, uh, Spirits of Vengeance Spirit Rider issue number one. Web of Spider-Man issue number three. And Ultraman The Trials of Ultraman issue number five. And finally we have Miles Morales Spider-Man. This is a Marvel Tales one shot. Okay, so normally this is the part where I break, let the intro play out. We're going to go right in to the indies. Go right into the indies because there was only one book for the indies. So, don't touch that dial. Let's hit it! So the lone indie title this week is Geiger issue number five. So this <clears throat> starts off where the last issue left off with the uh, quote unquote military uh, finding the kids and finding uh, Geiger who's unconscious. So they take him to their facility. Uh, then you get a quick cameo of, or well, I guess it is a cameo of the uh, of the King of Las Vegas. He's searching for Geiger and he's pissed off and you know looking for the kids and stuff. Uh, so he ends up beating the shit out of his own guys, and he's like, "Why won't you tell me where he is?" And one of the Kingsmen's funny is kind of funny. Says, "Well, because you're beating his skull, and that's why he can't tell you where the where they went." <laughs> so I thought that was kind of cool as he's gruesomely beating. You know, uh, his own guy's skull in with a rock. Uh, but yeah, so you go to the uh, compound, and it's basically, uh, it's basically, I guess, what was left of the government trying to rebuild. And uh, so they've got their own designated facilities and things like that. And so they're intrigued and they're studying Geiger, all this other stuff. They're taking care of the kids. They're testing the kids, screening the kids, just to see if they're, uh, you know, if they're infected by radiation and all this other stuff. So uh, the older sister, I forget her name, escapes me at the moment. Um, so she's, I believe her name is Haley. Yeah, I believe her name is Haley. Uh, so she gets tested, and everything's good with her. Uh, However, her little brother, uh, Henry, he, you know, has the beginning stages of leukemia. And so they're like, okay, look, we got to get rid of the, you know, we have to, we can't have him here and all this other stuff, you know, with the possibility of him spreading the, this and all this other stuff. Meanwhile, they're still trying to test Geiger and all this other stuff. So they pull his, uh, <clears throat> the, uh, one of his staffs out of his back. He goes nuclear, wakes him up. He goes ape shit, starts beating the fuck out of everybody. Um, so when they break the news to the uh, Haley, I believe is her name, they break the news to her that hey, your brother can't stay here, but you can. She immediately loses her shit, as any you know older sibling would, especially given their circumstance. So she takes off trying to find Henry. Um, Geiger runs over, saves her. You know. And now they're going to go look for Henry to get the hell out of there. 
So, yeah, I really like this issue. The art is fantastic as it always has been in this series. Uh, this one, yeah, this was a very, I'd say this was definitely in the top three uh, for picks of, uh, pick of the week this week. So yeah, that's uh, Geiger issue number five. Also out this week from Image, we have Seven to Eternity, number 17. Let me love you in the dark, or the me you love in the dark, I'm sorry. Let me love you in the dark sounds like a love song, or a country song. Uh, but no, it's uh, the me you love in the dark, issue number one. Then we have the good Asian, issue number four. And then we have, let me see, hang on. Uh, we have Inkblot, issue 11. We have Commanders in Crisis, issue number 11. Hey Kids Comics, Profits and Losses, issue number 4. And for the hell of it, we'll talk about Boom. Uh, also out this week from Boom Studios, we have uh, Basilic, issue number 3. Seven Secrets, issue 11. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, issue number 28. Uh, Wind, issue number 9. Magic the Gathering, issue number 5. And that was all the indies this week. Alright. One more of the big three left. Let's finish it out. Finishing things off today with DC. Up first, we have Batman issue number 111, James Tenney IV, uh, with a backup story featuring Ghostmaker. So, um, so this kind of picks back up with the uh, magistrate kind of going through the uh, uns, what is it, the uncollective or unsane collective. Um, so they're arresting them. They figure out a way to. Miracle Molly basically figures out a way to kind of give herself some time. So they're getting out. Uh, now they're trapped. They're kind of in this bunker. Um, they knew that they would last a, a, a whole lot longer uh, before the magistrate was able to get in. In comes Batman, uh, Ghostmaker, and Harley. They come in to save the day. Uh, get them out of there. All this good stuff. Uh, then we finally we get the big payoff to the Scarecrow, uh, where he's been his whole role in this thing. So you know we finally are stepping into the fear state that uh, we keep getting alluded to at the beginning of a lot of these issues. So we're about to kind of see uh, see where this is all going. If maybe future state is just like generated fear you know, in Batman's mind, or is this the legit direction we're going to go in? <laughs> um, and the Ghostmaker backup story was basically just, uh, don't underestimate Ghostmaker. It just kind of proves, you know, you may have him for dead, you know, and all this other stuff. You think he's dead, and, you know, he manages to find a way to beat you type of thing. So, it was alright. It wasn't the best 
so far of these Ghostmaker backup stories, but it was still alright. It was pretty good. It advanced the story, so you can't be disappointed in that. Uh, but yeah, Batman overall, uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Uh, definitely in that <clears throat> in that top five to top three range for uh, pick of the week this week. So that's Batman issue number 111. Up next, we have the Crime Syndicate issue number six, the finale to this miniseries. So, uh, this was a little confusing because it was kind of all over the place trying to tie up all the little loose ends. Uh, why they're so focused on uh, getting the Emerald Knight, uh, John Stewart, powering to join them is beyond me. But he ends up turning on uh, Sinestro, kills him, all this other good stuff. Um, basically, it's just kind of a, re a new telling of how the crime syndicate ends up taking control of Earth-3. Uh, Ultraman fights, you know, uh, his world's version of Supergirl, Ultra Girl. You know, she's standing against him. Uh, and then the rest of the crime syndicate kind of joins up and basically does the work for Ultraman and ends up killing her because he didn't want to end up killing her and all this other stuff but uh, Tomica shrieks down and basically you know messes with her brain and it kills her so this is basically you know the crime syndicate wins and they finally take over type of thing so um, yeah it was it was okay uh, you know it definitely wasn't the best issue of the series uh, but I guess it, it did what it needed to. It checked all the, the remaining boxes that needed to get uh, checked. So overall, it was okay. That was Crime Syndicate, issue number six. Up next, we have Green Lantern, issue number five. So this was uh, Teen Lantern basically going apeshit on what was left, or, you know, the Sinestro Corps, and you see Sinestro kind of... He hasn't gotten involved. He's seeing... You know, his own core getting destroyed. He's not really worried. Uh, but he's just kind of like, hmm, all right, well, if this gets any worse, I'll uh, I'll end up uh, stepping in. And, I mean, she's, Kelly is just wrecking these fools. I mean, she is just wrecking all these yellow lanterns. And she's pissed. So she's using all these different types of constructs, like uh, constructs of Jon Stewart. Uh, other Green Lanterns and things like that. So, like I said, she is pissed. Uh, and then she's met by another Yellow Lantern who's not trying to kill her, who basically is trying to tell her, you need to get the hell out of here, um, you know, before you really piss off Sinestro and get him to come out of here. And he will not show you any mercy just because you're a child. I think, I want to say this is Jessica Cruz as a yellow lantern i want to say because up show or out shows uh, uh uh simon bass the saver and all this other stuff after she's been knocked on after kelly's been knocked unconscious and uh but it's not it's simon bass but he's in this like suit of armor that has uh kind of been powered by uh i guess the green lantern battery or what's or a green lantern ring but it he doesn't have it since uh, Simon doesn't have his ring anymore. It's like this armored power suit. And but Jessica know or whoever it is knows it's Simon Baz, and he's like, wait, wait, how did you know who I was? You can't even see my face. You don't even know who I am. 
and he's like who are you and she kind of walks away that's why it makes me think it's jessica cruz because in the green lantern future state she was a yellow lantern so that makes me think that <clears throat> that it's jessica cruz um then you get some finality to john stewart and all this other stuff uh on that remote planet so i liked it i really did enjoy this i really like to see uh more with the teen with teen lantern and more with uh the follow-up on this uh is this jessica cruz type of thing so i'm re- I'd be really interested to see where that goes that is uh green lantern issue number five up next we have the joker a puzzle box issue number one so this was definitely not at all what i expected i completely i mean it is in a sense but it's not nowhere near as uh <laughs> as dark as i expected it to be I completely expected this to be like a really dark uh, book, like of a murder, which kind of is about a murder essentially. But uh, so Gordon is—he has all the rogues captured, and he's interviewing the Joker, you know, or interrogating the Joker. And the Joker's kind of giving him the stories, like, "Oh, all the you know, all the villains wanted to give me a." Uh, a birthday party and all this other stuff they want to throw me a party and I mean all of Batman's Rose Galleries there you got Bane you got Two-Face Deathstroke for some reason Harley's in there uh, Killer Croc uh, Penguin uh, like I said you name them and more than likely they're in there Kite Man I didn't see Kite Man though so that's kind of a shame anyway uh so uh, everybody's in lockup, and basically, you know, Gordon comes in. It's like, okay, who wants to talk? You know, and nobody says nothing except Joker. Joe's like, oh, I will. And of course, everybody's pissed. <laughs> and basically, the Joker kind of tells him this whole bullshit story, <laughs> but it's all from his perspective, the way he projects everything, as far as you know, their conversations, how affectionate they are towards him, how much they love him, and all this other stuff. The same with Batman, how much Batman respects him. And all this other stuff. So it's it's pretty funny. Um, and, you know, Gordon's just like, okay, fine. You know, it, if I got to put up with this bullshit, if I can get somewhat of a real answer somewhere in this bullshit, I, I can deal with it. Bullock, on the other hand, can't deal with it. You know, Bullock's pissed off the whole time. Uh, but basically, they're investigating the Riddler got murdered. And Gordon assumes that somebody in the rogues gallery if not the joker himself had something to do with it uh the riddler i believe is trying to unlock a mother box i believe that's what he's trying to do he's trying to summon some of the new gods or something like that so i don't know i really liked it i thought it was fun uh you know the joker's whole attitude towards this whole thing is just crazy so overall it was pretty cool that's uh joker a puzzle box issue number one up next, we have Justice League issue number 66. Um, I don't know. It was, meh. It wasn't, I, don't, I didn't really care for it in a sense that this was basically the Justice League um, regathering uh, at, at the destroyed Hall of Justice to fight this uh, Cimmerian, Cimmerian Samurai. I, I don't know what how you pronounce the name. Um alien being that came that's basically as powerful as superman or almost as powerful as superman and uh 
yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was just, it was all right. I mean, you get some focus on Naomi, um, and you see Black Adam kind of take a little bit of a bigger role in this fight. But to me, it just, it wasn't really, it didn't really help progress the story because at the, you know, well, I won't spoil the ending, but still, it just, to me, it didn't do it for me. It's just, you know, a battle with a bunch of dialogue for the sake of having dialogue in it. Uh, basically, they're, I guess, getting the um, inventory of, hey, who's left, who's alive, who's, you know, how bad is everything. They're assessing the situation is essentially what they're doing while small, uh, small little fights and things like that. So, I don't know. It was all right. I didn't really care for it all that much. Um, and the Justice League Dark backup story, I, I don't know. I kind of halfway read it. Uh, I do like uh, that Merlin is, you know, going to Atlantis, and of course, who approaches him but Constantine? So, um, so I, I thought that the ending part of that was cool. The beginning of it, eh, didn't really care for it, but the ending of that backup story I thought was really cool. That's Justice League issue number sixty-six. Up next, we have Justice League Infinity. This is the uh, Justice League Unlimited. Uh, animated series comic book essentially um, so basically we find out how at the end of issue one where Superman got switched out with a different version of himself that's not a Mazo. I thought it was a Mazo. Uh, it is not as another Earth Superman uh, Overman he gets put in his place um, and Superman went back to his place or to his Earth and basically, Superman is basically working to free that Earth now. And Overman is pissed off and trying to conquer this Earth. Um, finally, which drags uh, Martian Manhunter out of uh, quote, uh, you know, quote unquote retirement, back into the fray and all this other stuff. So um, you find out more about this uh, Overman. You find out kind of why he turned completely evil and all this other stuff. Um, it was basically just a case that he lost his humanity because, you know, he felt betrayed. So, um, overall, that was cool. You know, I enjoyed it. It read really fast. To me, it felt like a Justice League animated series uh, episode. That's what it felt like. So, like I said, I'm going to keep reading it. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Um, yeah, so that's Justice League. Uh Justice League Infinity, I'm sorry, Justice League Infinity, issue number two. Okay, now we're going to have a surprising book on the list. Normally, as this has come out, it's been pick of the week. And this issue was good. It just didn't live up to the, it didn't live up to the expectations and it didn't continue on for me, in my personal opinion, it didn't have the same oomph that the last issues had <clears throat> it's uh, the nice house on the lake issue number three this particular issue focuses on Sam and kind of how he's refusing to just accept you know living in the house to basically accept this uh, the new status quo for the world um, he's determined that there's got to be some way they can get out there's got to be something you know so he's exploring, he's walking all amongst the, uh, the land provided to them. 
he sees all these different statues and he's touching all of them but none of them show him like that first one they all touched it doesn't sh they, he doesn't see anything he doesn't see his home the outside world nothing when he touches these other statues so he's also mapping out his uh, <clears throat> uh he's mapping out the, the landscape of, of all the land and all this other stuff when he stumbles upon this other structure this home which he assumes that's where Walter is staying. Um, of course, he's calling him out. To him, it's personal because he always felt a stronger connection to Walter. And, you know, he's always like, you know, Walter was always the re reason that everybody felt so good. You know, all of his friends, you know, he made a point to make sure that they felt good about themselves and all this other stuff or, you know, bringing us together, things like that. So, like I said, so to Sam, this is kind of personal. Um, and, of course, you know, he can't, he's unable to find Walter. He can't get into this other little, it's like an all-black mirror uh, home or structure building. And he can't get into it. He can't see through it. None of this other stuff. And it just, like I said, it was good. Do not get me wrong. I loved it. It just, to me, it didn't have that same oomph. And you know gut punch that the other two had um, but overall it was still really good I definitely still recommend reading it um, and I'm going to continue to read it and I really love this series that's The Nice House on the Lake issue number 3 and finally we have Suicide Squad issue number 6 so Amanda Waller ends up sending out uh, the rest of the the uh, Suicide Squad 2 or 3 to help out Bloodsport who's getting his ass handed to him by Ultraman um, so basically Superboy shows up they beat the hell out of uh, you know to help fight Ultraman they start beating him up um, and I forget the entire real re oh they were trying to get Black Siren I believe is what they were trying to do uh, so they got they capture her and they're bringing her back to put her on the Suicide Squad, all this other stuff. And, you know, you have a lot of background things with Amanda Waller going on in this issue. And the fight scene was really cool, especially with Superboy, uh, Connor Kent, and uh, with Ultraman. You know, Ultraman's basically talking shit to him, like, you're a clone, you know. You know, you must have obviously been made with the clone, you know, bad parts of whoever you were cloned after. And all this other stuff, so... Um, but you find out that a Waller's been kind of blocking off Superboy's memories. And then he can't remember everything. And all this good stuff, so... It was okay. Um, nice. The action, I think, really made up for it. The fight scenes in this book really made up for it. Uh, just overall, as far as the story, it was just kind of... Meh, it was just kind of there. It was okay. Um... But overall, I still really enjoyed it. It still was a really good issue. And I highly recommend jumping on this uh, this title. That's uh, The Suicide Squad, issue number six. Okay. Also out from DC this week, we have The Swamp Thing, issue number six, which kind of crosses over with uh, Suicide Squad this week. I may have to eventually check that out. Uh, then we have Sensational Wonder Woman, issue number six. American Vampire, issue number or American Vampire, 1976, issue number 10. Crush and Lobo, issue number 3. The Dreaming Waking Hours, issue number 12. 
The Conjuring the Lover, issue number three. Mad Magazine, issue number 21. And of course, we got Pick of the Week coming from DC. It's another Suicide Squad book. It's Suicide Squad, Get Joker, number one, Pick of the Week, coming up to you next. Alright, and that's right, pick of the week is the Suicide Squad Get Joker, issue number one, written by Brian Azzarillo. We start out, Jason Todd, lying in a cell, staring at the bars. He starts out by saying, my name is Jason Todd. You used to know me as Robin. No, not the happy one. This one. The second one. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, there have been quite a few of us. Being Robin was a dream come true, no lie. I lived in a mansion. I had a cool dad. A cool mom. And I got to kick ass. I mean, what's not to, what's not to like? The answer was me. Like I said, I was the second Robin. And though I like being that, other people... A lot of other people didn't. So I died. Died. What a nice way of saying I was I was murdered. So I was dead, right? Then I wasn't. Don't ask me how that happened. If I told you I'd have to kill you. Just kidding. I have no I, I have no clue. I do remember though death was peaceful, calming, serene. Not bad, get me? But then I was alive. Again, I wasn't happy to be that I ended up being taken out. Or I'm sorry. Again, I wasn't happy to be. I ended up taking out on on people under a new name, the Red Hood. Admittedly, not a great one, but one with some significance. One I made badass. Badass, as in above the law. Which, when you act that way, pisses the law off because that's what they. <laughs> because that's where they want to be. My trial went pretty fast. After the interrogations, which lasted a long time. Well, until the law's arms got tired. I let them beat the piss out of me. But I never said a word. Didn't ask for help. Didn't roll on the family. My new name was 6655321. And I was locked up in here with all the other numbers. Some who had an axe to grind with me. And as far as taking a beating from a bunch of other numbers, that was not on my agenda. To be honest, I welcome the workouts. They never would last long. The guards would get involved, so I had to work quick and precise, like I was taught. We were just we were just numbers. I think about that sometimes. Because there's always the next one up. All while Jason's discussing this, you see him having a, a brawl in the cafeteria of the prison. There's all these different inmates taking their chance at him. Jason continues. Too many guards were getting hurt for their liking, so I got transferred. But it didn't matter where they sent me. I had a reputation, which meant it was the same old same. 
but this time without the guards. It took me a hot minute to figure out that all the numbers in Bell Reeve Maxcom Security Penitentiary were up. A voice says, number 6655321. Jason, not even looking over, says, yeah. The voice tells him, you have a visitor. Jason then starts to sit up. He says, huh. I was wondering if he'd show up. A woman walks into the cell. She says, he? Jason says, sorry. You're not who I was expecting. A woman steps out from the shadows, and it's Amanda Waller. She says, and who might that be? Jason says, nobody. Just a friend. Waller says, I find the word friend is like awesome or sucks. Overused to the point to where it's no longer descriptive. Jason says, sure. Friend that, friend this, fuck friends. So she continues. Inmate number 6655321. My name is Amanda Waller. Jason cuts her off says, call me 321. Waller pulls out her files. She says, Jason Todd, a.k.a. The Red Hood. One of the many vigilantes doing their own thing on the hard scrabble streets of Gotham. Though the only one who doesn't mind is seen using deadly force. These charges, you know, if you weren't a vigilante, I'd call you a serial killer. Jason Todd says, well, <laughs> nice to learn I hired the right PR firm. Waller says, how do you feel about working for me? Jason looks at her confused. says, doing... She says, you're good at it. What you're good at? I run an elite task force. Jason says, so you're government. Amanda Waller says, the government doesn't know it. There's only one other person above me. Jason says, one? Waller says, only one. Task Force X. Jason's eyes open up. He says, the Suicide Squad? Waller says, you've heard of it. Hmm. Then somebody needs to be fired. Do you also know what business Task Force X is in? Three, two, one. Jason then tells her, call me Jason. Waller says, Task Force S, we do things nobody else can because we don't have the reasons everybody else does not to do them. Jason says, you mean a moral compass? Waller says, as far as I'm concerned, none of you on that side of these bars has one of those. And it's a deficiency that I've used to my advantage. I want you to lead another team of inmates. Jason says, on a mission? Waller says, that's right. Jason says, a government seek and destroy mission that the government has no idea we're doing. Waller says, you make it sound so arch. Jason laughs. He says, <laughs> because it is. She says, okay, here's the deal I'm offering. Go on said mission, and when you get back, a portion of your sentence will be commuted. Go on long enough, and you won't have to come back from your last mission. Jason questions. What if I get killed before that? Waller then, starting to stand up, says, Well, that would be your last mission, wouldn't it? Jason groans, says, What's the mission? Waller says, Killing the man that killed you. Jason says, I'm not dead. Waller says, I can make the case he's a domestic terrorist. 
domestic terrorist. Jason goes on to try to cut her off, but Waller continues. She says, Joker murdered you. Jason, looking distraught, doesn't say anything. Waller says, yes, I know. Everything. I know if you look in a bowl after you take a shit. Jason Todd says, because everybody does that. Waller says, you think your shit's that interesting? Jason tries to explain himself. She says, you have plenty of secrets, boy wonder. Do you want to keep them that way? I'm not asking much, actually. I'm putting you in a position you want to be in. You should be thanking me. Jason lays back down. He says, well, if you really knew me, you know that when people tell me what I should do, I don't. So no thanks. By the way, the food here sucks. Waller says, yeah, I saw. Jason lays back. This is gross. Jason then continues to wander about his cell, really pondering the idea. Finally says, so who's on my team? Waller says, Larry. Jason looks at him. He says, hmm, you don't look like a supervillain. What can he do? Waller says, he coordinates things. Jason asks, that's a power? Larry steps up and says, no, it's a job. As Jason puts on his uh, Red Hood gear, he asks if she's the boss of him. Larry says, yeah. So, J so Jason, Larry, and Waller walking down a hallway. She lets Jason know, Larry will introduce you to your team. As they walk into the cells of Belle Reeve to meet Jason's new team. Waller goes on. So like you, these people are criminals. Jason says, I'm not a criminal. Waller continues, that's what they said. Who have been given the same deal you have. Complete the, co the covert mission in exchange for a lesser sentence. Jason says, time off for bad behavior. Waller kind of laughs. She says, ha, I like that. Larry starts out. Firefly, an arsonist. Jason cuts him off says, Garfield Lens? Larry continues, we don't divulge secret identities here, Red Hood. Your constitutional rights are protected. Jason says, Garfield's a damn pyromaniac. Should be living in Arkham Asylum. What's he doing here? Larry says, I don't know. Maybe they didn't have any asbestos beds. They move on to the next cell. It says, Silver Banshee. She's metahuman. Absorbs energy through sound waves, primarily. We're still trying to figure out all her abilities. She, though, believes her powers were bestowed supernaturally. Jason says, You don't strike me as someone who puts much credence into bestowing, Larry. Larry continues, I'm not. Next. This guy. He's pure, mil he's pure military ingenuity. Experimented on. They injected him with, I don't know, whatever it was top secret that made him practically impervious and as strong as an ox. Jason asks, what's his name? Larry kind of hesitates. Jason says, what's his name? Larry says, Pebbles. Jason says, are you kidding me? Larry says, he didn't like the name they gave him. Actually, it must have pissed him, really pissed him off. He murdered his creators before going AWOL. They moved to the next cell. He says, no secret identity here. No record of an actual name for her. 
other than she was referred to on the streets of Tokyo. Jason says, and that is... Larry says, translated? Meow, meow. Jason says, that's tight. Larry says, she's a, uh, a necrot, necrotic. Has an ability to kill cells and rot tissue locally through contact. Jason says, some power. God's a sicko, huh? Go to the next cell. Larry continues, what's a group of malcontents without a terrorist? This is Plastique, another meta, but I think you'll find her extremely useful. Jason says, a terrorist? Larry says, yep. One that can cause things that she touches to explode. Don't get romantically involved here. They then move on to another cell. He says, you know Wild Dog? Then he says, the vigilante? Don't know of him? Don't know he was in custody. Larry says, I guess we forgot to send you the memo. But yes, the Quad City's vigilante. Guess you two have something in common. Being so vigilant and all. Next cell. They say, this is Yonder Man, a teleporter. Jason says, I don't like this many metas. Larry says, neither do I. But they're staying here. But they're here to stay. What am I supposed to do? Jason asks, is that it? Larry says, well, one more. As they walk up to the cell of Harley Quinn. Jason turns to him and says, Joker's girlfriend. Are you nuts? She's crazy. Harley says, no. No, I'm not. Jason says, not what? Harley pauses. She says, both. She says, and uh, Amanda Waller says, it was an abusive relationship, wasn't it, Harley? Harley says, you know what those are like, don't you, kids? Everybody stays quiet. Jason says, what are you saying? Harley says, I'm saying you're in here, meaning there must be some kind of abuse somewhere in there. Look, you lead, I follow. With a little luck, this is my last mission. I'm this close to getting out of this joint for good. Waller says, oh, you'll never be that. She then goes to say, I think she's valuable, Red Hood. She used to be. Waller flips them off. She's, or Harley flips them off. She says, we all used to be something else. Even you, Waller. I bet you always weren't such a bitch. Waller says, what if I told you I was? Harley says, if you did, I'd reach out to that little girl who's always been fat and ask what it's like to get back at everybody who picked on her. Jason, staring back at Harley, looks down, then turns to Waller and says, when do we leave? As they go walking towards the helicopter pad now, Jason says, Gotham? Larry says, you'll have a contact, but you'll have to get him once you hit the drop point. Jason says, I'm a little surprised we're going to we're going right away. Thought some team building would have been in order. Waller says, why? They're just cannon fodder. Jason's like, excuse me? As the doctor walks up, sticks him in the back of the neck with a nanite shot. Jason says, what the hell was that? As Harley laughs. Silver Banshee says, You kidding me, Walla? We got a we got a damn rookie calling the shots? As Wild Dog says, motherfuck. Waller says, to answer your question, Red Hood, that was twofold. One, your mission intel and extraction protocol are in you and accessible. Two, 
This is a uh, phosphorescent. It's not really a bomb, but I like to call it from that. If you stray too far from your mission or go rogue, I press the button. The bomb goes off and every trace of you is wiped. Burnt so hot from the inside of your DNA is unidentifiable. Good luck. Silver Banshee kind of floats off the ground and says, Fucking rookie. Jason, looking confused. Waller then turns to Harley and says, Are we on the same page, Harley? As they board the helicopter. One of the inmates says, I took a shit on the speaker of the house's desk. Jason says, Wait, you were part of the insurrection? Wild Dog says, you asked me how I got arrested. Well, I, well, it was by leading a charge, buddy. Garbage has been happening in this country. It's fucking lawless. All while we're being regulated how to think. No more. Like the song says, this land is made for you and me. Yonder Man says, dude, don't, don't you mean dudes just like you? Wild Dog says, yeah, that's what I mean, dickweed. You think I'm going to take down the government solo? No way, Jose. Firefly says, Well, I do agree that our thoughts are being regulated. You realize you work for the government now? Wild Dog says, You mean oppressed. Pebbles then says, Shut the fuck up, oppressed. Wild Dog says, Oh, does that word belong to you too? I'll put that on the list. Can't say this, can't think that. What the fuck happened to freedom in this country, Kimosabi? Jason says, are you serious? Wild Dog says, like a heart attack with a broken leg. Yonder Man says, what does that even mean, dude? Wild Dog says, it means you don't understand shit, Pilgrim. Damn, not sure if you just insulted me or yourself. Wild Dog continues, I rest my case. Jason then looks over at Harley and he says, they always like this? Harley says, beats me. I've only worked with Mimi before. We were the only two that came back from our last mission. Jason says, and that was what? And Harley says, a disaster. Jason asks, what's her story? Harley says, well, she don't talk much. As Jason continues, cat got her tongue? Harley laughs. He says, you're a funny guy. And then Plastique says, so... What should I call you? Red or Hood? As the helicopter heads over Gotham. And they yell, approaching the drop zone. They're dropped in front of a, uh, a fence. The sign says, Gotham City Motor. Jason says, this is it. Harley says, you mean this is shit. Meow Meow says, our rendezvous is here. Yonder Man says, it's locked. Pebbles says, so, we're bad guys, remember? As he breaks the lock on the chain, or on the fence. As they walk in, Wild Dog says, something's off here. Pebbles says, like, what kind of junkyard doesn't have a dog? As a car starts chasing towards them, and starts to gobble some, or starts to, uh, attack Silver Banshee. She gets attacked. It looks like the car's trying to eat her essentially. She says, fucking hell. Jason then turns, says, Plastique, can you touch? Plastique says, I'm not going to kill a dog. Jason tells her, it's not a dog. 
plastique says, how do you know if there's a dog's brain in there? Jason said, it would be more than that if you got it. It would be more than you got in your head. Wild Dog growls and says, okay, doggy, let's play fetch as he pulls the pin on the grenade. As this toy bear comes up, tells the dog car to sit, calls it Otto. Out walks a man, says, come in, come in. I've been waiting. Yes, I have. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Winslow. As Harley says, you're creeping me out. Another robot says, it's been a long time since Winslow's had any human contact. Winslow turns and says, oh, be quiet, you. Jason pops up. Toy man. He says, yes, 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 that's me. Pebbles says, for real? You've done some real unforgivable shit. Toy Man says, or just misconstrued, huh? Pebbles says, no, unforgivable shit. Toy Man says, you're Red Hood, yes? Jason nods. Toy Man continues, lovely, lovely, indeed. Would you like to see some of the weapons? Wild Dog grabs his crotch and says, I got one for you right here, perv. Toy Man puts on his uh, apron and hat. He says, Splendid! We should get this mission rolling then. They then jump in an ice cream truck. So he goes to break things down. He says, Well, things have been happening. Intel says, Transit delays, new urban legends, GPS steering nice people down wrong alleys. Little things. But big picture, Intel says, Joker's behind it. Jason says, That doesn't sound like Joker. Firefly says, that sounded like a fool saying he's figured out the Joker. Jason asks, what's this place? Toy Man says, gambling, the most illegal kind. Intel says, as a toy cat says, he's in there. Toy Man says, are you sure about that Intel? The toy cat says, it, him, go in, hasn't come out. As it starts to spaz out. Toy Man says, you try to waterproof the little buggers the best you can, but all the rain. Jason cuts on and says, okay, we're going to need to proceed with caution. If he's in there, he's got backup. So if it's best if we, as he starts to looking around. Jason says, where's Harley? Yonder Man says, dude, she went in. Harley goes into the bar. Revolver in hand. She sees the Joker. Harley says, hey, handsome, I'm buying. What are you drinking? As she puts the revolver to the back of the Joker's head, she says, I'm sorry, I didn't get that. The Joker starts to laugh. A man behind him sitting at the table says, he said a shot. Harley said, I'm not talking to you. The man says, and he is not talking to you, so let me buy you a shot as he stands up, pulls out a pistol. And then the rest of the bar pulls out pistols. They all say, no, let me, me too. Harley says, how about, and Jason walks in, shots all around, as the Suicide Squad starts dropping fire. Harley yells, drop them dipshits, um, hello, I have a gun to your boss's head. As she spins the Joker around, she says, tell them to stand down or I'll put you down. Joker continues to laugh. Harley screams, you think this is funny? Of course you do. You think everything's funny. 
Well, I'm not kidding around. One of the robots says, one of the robot cyborg says, he says you don't get it. That you've lost your heart. Or stomach. Or balls. Harley then grabs a joker. She says, what am I? You. And she spins him around. The wig falls off. It's not the joker. She says, you ain't. You motherfucker. And she blows the guy's head clean off. Shooting him point blank range with the revolver as his brains blow out the back of his head. Now they're in a gunfight. Trying to get out. Wild Dog says, we gotta get the fuck out of here, man. Jason says, I'm not leaving Harley. Yonder Man says, no worries, I got this. As he grabs Harley, they teleport. She says, oh my god, are you okay? As Plastique comes in and they transfer, uh, teleport out. Jason then yells, Firefly, cover us. Firefly says, on it. As he launches his flamethrower. Jason says, Jesus Christ, a little overboard? Wallace says, damn, I'm not saying, but the smell. Pebbles tells him, don't say. I'm not, but... As everybody boards of the truck, they then pull Firefly up and says, hop aboard, Pitmaster. Wild Dog says, what the hell just happened? Those bastards weren't henchmen. They were pros, trained. Toy Man says, you mean the Russians? Jason says, the Hooshans? Toy Man says, the Russians. Waller didn't tell you Joker was working with the Russians? Jason then turns and says, did she mention that to any of you? Harley says, maybe. I don't really listen to what she says. Yonder says, what are you so upset about? Jason says, Russians. Fucking Russians. This is one delusional psycho crime shit. This is international. Actually, it's precisely delusional psycho crime shit that the Russians are paying for. Jason says, another country is paying the Joker? Toy Man says, funding. I should choose my words better. Thank you. Plastic says, let's call him Red. The Russians and all. Jason says, what's he doing for them? Toy Man says, they aren't asking him to do anything. They're just giving him money. Waller knows all this. I don't get... Jason cuts off Toy Man. He says, money for what? Toy Man says, what he does best, creating chaos. There are zero directives. They're just funneling money to him so he can disrupt. Control is not the issue. Jason says, pull over, damn it. Plastique says, loss of it, though. As everyone begins to ask what he's doing. Harley says, he's calling mama. Plastique tells him, Red, don't say anything stupid. Harley butts in, or crazy. Jason picks up the phone. Waller says, hello, Jason. This is about the Russians. Jason says, fuck the Russians, and fuck you for not telling me about them. Waller says, I didn't think they'd be a problem for you. Jason says, they wouldn't have been if they didn't know we were coming. Waller confused. Jason says, you heard me, Waller. They got somebody on the inside. You're inside. Waller says, you're mistaken. Jason says, no, I'm experienced. I recognize a setup when I see one. And trust me, there's somebody we can't trust. Any idea who it is? Waller, in her home, says, no. What about Tony's first? 
Jason says, the pizza place? Lana says, yeah, you like it? Jason says, it's okay. It's franchise, different operators. But the actual first look, uh, first closed about 10 years ago. What's that got to do anything? Waller says, I'm hungry. Delivery's here. Jason says, to Louisiana? Don't be ridiculous. You're in Gotham, aren't you? As the door, there's a knock at the door. Waller says, hang on. But then, the door gets broken down. And it's the Joker. He says, ooh, you great starry-eyed smoker. You order a bit of the old ultraviolence. Jason yells Waller into the phone, but he can only hear singing. On the rain, blame it to satisfy your pride. Now you wish, such a fool. Gotta blame it on something. Fallen, fallen. Don't put the blame on you. Rain. Yeah. Yeah. As Joker beats Waller with a cane, beats her savagely as he laughs, switches the phone on screen time. He says, Guess who? No Gorbantine me, little brother. You'll spoil the moment. Jason hangs up. Harley asks, what happened? Wild Dog says, what happened? Look at his face. She chewed his, she chewed your ass out, didn't she? Jason hangs the phone up says, Joker has the box. Wild Dog asks, what box? All of a sudden, you hear Firefly yell, oh God, oh God, help me, somebody help me. As they all panic, Firefly begins to explode and catch on fire. Then his body melts. Wild Dog says, we're so fucked. And that's how the issue ends. <laughs> Pretty crazy. That's uh, Suicide Squad, Get Joker, issue number one. It's an oversized issue. I don't know why I didn't think it would be an oversized issue, considering it's bright, it's, uh, Brian Azzarello, he always seems to write oversized issues now. But yeah, really worth enjoying, worth checking out. So yeah, check it out. And that's going to do it for this week. That's right, Joker... Get Joker, Suicide Squad, issue number one, takes pick of the week for August 4th, 2021. Uh, like I said, it's been a, it was a good week this week. I really enjoyed a lot of the books that came out. I was, uh, it was a tough, it was a tough choice for me for pick of the week because like I said, I enjoyed the nice house on the lake. I just, it didn't, it didn't give me that same gut punch like I said that the, uh, the first two issues gave. So for me, that kind of hurt it a little bit. It was still a very good issue. Batman was really good. Uh, Savage Avengers, I really liked. Uh, Geiger, I really, really, really liked. Uh, that was probably my runner-up, if I had to put a runner-up right now. Um, Joker Puzzle Box was really good as well. Uh, I liked the uh, the Justice League Infinity story. So, like I said, overall, there's a lot of good stuff this week. Um, and, yeah, so... Be sure to go like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it on. Uh, and go follow on social media. 
both on Facebook and Instagram. Both are at i.have.issues.comics. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys this weekend at the Bell County Comic Con. If you guys are going, look for me. Hang out. Say hi. whatnot. So, yeah, uh, look forward to everything this weekend. Uh, won't have a live stream this particular weekend. And, yeah, we'll see you guys next week with more I Have Issues.